Right, hello everybody. Merry Christmas and welcome back to another episode of DocuPod. I'm Josh. With me as always is my co-host for this series, uh, Bradley Fuller. How are you? Hello, hello. Merry Christmas. Absolutely buzzing. Did you have a good one, lad? I did. I had a nice one with the family. It was lovely. How about you? Yeah, not too bad at all. First time in like six years we've had a Doctor Who on Christmas Day. Oh, I know. Is it? It's longer than that, I think, isn't it? I think it's oh. Peter Capaldi's last one, so 2017, I think. Oh, it was Regeneration, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We are yeah, finally yeah. back on Christmas Day. Um, I just I just want to start this off by saying, um, as someone that's about to review this, I was quite merry whilst watching the episode, and it was quite late. Right. We had to put it on, obviously, like 10, 11 o'clock, whatever it was. And it was a bit yeah. juttery because the connection was bad and wasn't really paying any attention. Um, so that's what you need to know about me reviewing this going in. <laughs> that is the only time I've seen so it. You're basically not even sure what happened, really. Just going to try yeah. and vaguely remember what happened. Um, oh. <laughs> but also, I'd like to say it's better than a lot of who we've got lately. I I might be a bit critical on it from memory. I will go back and watch it again. Um, good, not great. I would describe it as... See, I need. To, I want to go back and rewatch it um, because obviously it was Christmas Day, we're in the families, everyone was there, but very loud, and it was very hard to properly watch it. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great, fun uh, introduction, little adventure with the Doctor and Ruby. He introduced them both pretty well. This is the thing as well with Russell; he's really good at writing the background storylines of, of companions. Yeah, and I probably already know more about Ruby Sunday than I did about Yaz, Graham, etc. Um, and I love that already. I agree. Um, I don't know if that's to this story's detriment. I think that's what I found a little bit boring in this um, in this episode. What do you mean? I, I, I think there was too much, and I know this is you know pretty bad to say, but I think there was too much character building almost. Um, just felt like it took ages to get going, and then they do one quick trip to the alien spaceship, and that's it, pretty much. Then he brings it down to the ground don't know um i also thought uh well you said this um uh you said this the other week um what did you say the other week what did i say the other week what did you say the other week it was, i had a really good point then. <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> and i listened to you and it's gone um uh, can't remember well anyway i messaged you last Brilliant. night after watching it and you know i don't want to keep comparing this to disney so I won't. This felt to yeah. me like an episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures, more so than Doctor Who. It felt very PG and kid-friendly, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think I felt like it was Sarah Jane Adventures, but I do see where you're coming from, Pete. Bearing in mind, again, I was around my family, watching this on Christmas Day. They were obviously watching it as well, and no one else in my family is big Doctor Who fans, so they've never yeah. really followed it or anything. But the bit where... Um, they were up on the goblin ship and the whole singing scene. Yeah. My family turned around and went, that's just silly. Like, that's... Yeah. And I think even my mum turned around and went, this isn't really Doctor Who, is it? It's not the same. That's the... Um, it does feel like it's had this completely sort of rebrand now, to be fair, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like what you said about how it's obviously it's been, it's been advertised as season one now. Um, I thought that they, I thought they were mainly just doing that because it's now on Disney+. Plus. Um and none of the old stuff's going to be on Disney Plus, so they've obviously had to do that. Because otherwise, it would look stupid putting Series 15 or whatever on there. 
yeah. and not having the other 14 series. Um, but it, I don't know. I, they're not, it's, at the end of the day, even if it is a soft reboot, it doesn't matter because you still continue all the everything that's happened in the past. They're not just re, restarting from scratch. Um, so I'm not overly bothered about that. But yeah, I'm worried I it is going to be know. a bit PG. I mean, the whole season one thing, the more I think about it, the more upset I get because every regeneration is a reboot. Technically, you know, Matt Smith, uh, when David Tennant regenerated into Matt Smith, that's like a whole new era. Uh, then Capaldi into Whitaker, that's a whole new era. I don't think you need to rebrand it. Mm. Yet that it makes sense because it's season one on Disney Plus or whatever. But Disney Plus were never supposed to have this big involvement, I don't think, right? Like it was supposed to just be, I, I don't know, it feels like, you know, I know we bring it up quite a lot, but it does feel like it's having more influence than, um, than it was supposed to. You mentioned you watched it with your family. I watched it with um, with Laura, my girlfriend. Again, not a Doctor Who fan, mm. um, and she just she just found it a bit boring. And by the end of it, she was like, "I'm going to do the dishes and go to bed. Do you mind watching the rest of it?" Man, and I was half inclined to join her as well. Granted, it's about midnight at this point, but I don't know. I was just it didn't feel that. That's a bit extreme. I still watch it over doing the dishes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But um, first of all, Shooty is. Very good. Everybody in this episode, I thought, acted really well. Really liked all of the characters. Um, yeah, I'm the same. Ruby Sunday was great. Shooty Gatwa, absolutely fantastic as the Doctor. I fucking love all of his outfits. I'm sorry, except for the kilt. I don't think I'd ever wear a kilt, but every single thing he's worn so far, I'm like, oh, I quite like that, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But did you see the outfit when he's, I think it's when he's like, it's not even the whole club bit, but when he's standing in the club watching Ruby, there's the outfit that's been seen loads and he literally had like a minute of airtime in it and then it's gone. And yeah. I don't think he's ever yeah. going to come back. It's like, what's going on there? I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, All right, how do you feel it. about the Doctor's wardrobe then? Because up until this point, okay, David Tennant had his two suits and, you know, Peter Capaldi would do a few different combinations, but you've pretty much had an outfit for the Doctor, right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, he just seems to be changing his wardrobe up. Like maybe the coat will be the thing that he's always wearing, but it seems to be slightly different every time. How do you feel about that? Or do you think it's, you know, give a fuck? Uh, I'm not bothered that he changes it a lot, but I think he, like the coat, I love the coat and that. I like the trainers as well. The trainers are quite cool. Yeah. Um, but as long as he keeps something like the, like you say, the coat, I think it'll be just to recognize him, I think. Because if you just keep having to change all the time, like, are people really going to recognise him as the Doctor all the time, sort of thing, I'd say. Yeah. Because um, the clothes always a big thing, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So, uh, no, I thought the acting and everything was really good, but I, I don't know, I just, it just felt like a bit of a meandering story for me. Um, I just, yeah, like I said, it just took ages to sort of get going. Like, let's, you know, let's run through it a little bit. So, I also, I don't know if I've misunderstood or not understood quite a lot of things that happened throughout this um just what to start mean? with well the church on ruby road right that's what the episode yeah. called was the yeah. church on ruby road is that why she was called ruby yeah but the church isn't on the that's road she yeah no but she doesn't live on ruby road the church is on ruby road so she's church is on ruby. but so is every child that was left at that church called ruby well, I don't think there's usually that many children that are left at a church, to be honest. <laughs> I think there's probably quite but a few. I'm Do you think? I don't know. I think it happens regularly. I don't know. Okay, so that answers that. The church was definitely <laughs> on Ruby Road, and that's why she's called Ruby. Right, okay. Yeah. 
So then it cuts to whatever it was, the 1st of December, and she's chatting with Davina McCall, which was a weird sort of inclusion. I love Davina McCall, don't get me wrong, but... That made sense, strange. though. Yeah, I guess so. Like a doing a Who Do You Think You Are sort of programme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Davina McCall can't act, but that's a different story. And then <laughs> <laughs> these goblins just start causing chaos. And... Um, yeah. And then it cuts to like the 22nd of December. And I think that's when she's in the club and, you know, the goblins are mm. moving their drinks and stuff like that. And then it's the 23rd of December and they break the shopping bag. And what the fuck was all that about? Yeah. Because they're basically saying that the whole bad luck thing um, that she was having, that was what starts it. And then the goblins feed off of it the more it happens and they feed off of convenience. It's stuff. not bad um, luck if you're making things, if you're causing accidents, that's not unlucky. Well, it, from the, if you don't know about go, goblins and what they're doing, then it looks unlucky. Like she's, she's knocking stuff over, but she's not knocking stuff over. The goblins are. That was the whole idea of it. Right. And they feed off of that. But what is that? I don't understand. <laughs> if they feed off that, <laughs> why are they eating babies? Well, because they've got to actually eat as well, haven't they? What That's do you the whole mean? point. They, they feed off of that. I think they feed off of that to like get more involved and get into like a situation where they can then get a baby and steal a baby. Right. I think. Okay. Um, okay. Why aren't they eating adults? Again, I still do want to. Re- <laughs> it's probably a bit hard to capture adults, isn't it? Because they can what? run away. <laughs> Babies okay. can't do anything. Fair enough. <laughs> and then why are they obsessed with? Davina McCall and Ruby Sunday. Well, I'm presuming from what I gather, like they they've obviously found the baby, uh, Lilybell, whatever it is, and yeah. they're now doing these things to get close to the baby. But they don't Ruby's have the involved, baby. Davina's involved. They, so. they don't have the baby in the in, in in the start when she's doing her long lost family thing. No, but they obviously know that she lives with the baby, so they're just getting close to her and doing stuff to her to open it up and get in the house, I guess. Okay. Um, I feel like you're you're digging into it a bit too far with that, I think. No, fair enough. All right. So um, she's looking for the family that um, abandoned her. Do you think this is going to be a a, a returning plot thread or do you think this is finished? Oh, yeah, 100%. I've already seen uh, one of the directors confirmed that they go back to the church at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen room. I really want to know who it is. Um, but I've, I've, the best idea, which I think would be great to be fair, um, people are saying that the hooded figure is actually Ruby Sunday and she puts herself there. Oh, okay. That would work, I suppose. Yeah, that, that would, would work. be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be quite interesting. But yeah, yeah. Really excited to see how that. Yeah, no, I, I that would be cool. I, uh, I, you've got on mute, I think. Um, oh, what did you hear? Huh? When did I cut out? When did I cut out? Uh, no, I think you finished what you were saying and then you went on mute. Oh, no, I was still talking, but oh well. Oh, good. Um, yeah, no, I think it would be cool. <laughs> I was sort of watching it the whole time as well, thinking, do you know, this sort of happened with um, WandaVision, I think, right? is that we expected it to be this huge thing. So in my head, I was like, come on, Josh, it's probably just her mother. We'll probably never see this character again. Like, We need to stop building things up in our heads so much. Maybe, mm. I don't know, but you've said the director's confirmed it, so that would be cool to see if it comes back around. Um, yeah. Davina McCall then 
calls Ruby Sunday. Oh no, so the baby gets, so she then goes home, her shopping bag gets destroyed. There is the most annoying character I've seen in Doctor Who since I think, Eddie, Eddie. And it's that ridiculous old lady stuck <laughs> in her bed asking for her cup of tea. Oh, Are you that, having a laugh? That grated on me so much, man. You know, uh, genuinely, she was one of my favourite characters in it. I loved the man. What? And do you know who she is? She is, do you know who she is? No. She is Yolande from EastEnders. I don't, I don't know who that is, <laughs> but very cool. Um, oh, my God. No, she's a great character. Sweet little man. No, that was very annoying. Get out of bed and make your own cup of tea, you lazy shit. There's clearly other things She's going clearly on. ill and very old. Stop fucking moaning then. Jesus. Anyway, so that was all that 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 really awesome. Talking of EastEnders characters, should we jump yeah. to the end and do this weird woman, uh, the old lady? Oh, Anita Dobson. Anita Dobson. Yeah, question. That's what I mean. That's the big big thing that's come out of this. Because this is what I like as well. You wouldn't usually get that in a Christmas special. That has set up the whole series. We're going to spend the whole time wondering who she is, um, how she knows the doctor. What's your Mate. thoughts? Who do you think it is? I don't think it's anybody. I think that was just Russ being funny. Mean? I think that's like a little pantomime wink at the camera, ha-ha, no. to the audience. No. I don't think... She looks directly in the camera. Yeah, she breaks the fourth wall. She does. I don't think that's going to um, be anything. I don't think she's going to be... So you, uh, so, so you think that that is like a, a nod to the new audience that Russell's hoping to pull in and say, oh, have you not seen a TARDIS before? Like, have you not exactly, watched it before? Exactly. It's like a, almost mm, like a satire. I've not heard that. Yeah, I've not heard that theory yet. Everyone thinks that she is... She, the theories I've heard, uh, and I don't know which one I like the most at the moment, but I've heard she's a version of the Doctor. Obviously. Um, she's the Master. Yeah. She's the Rani from yeah. the classic series. I, I'm not too sure on their background, but um, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, or she's an old companion that possibly played by someone else. Yeah, so I heard her that her it could have been, uh, it could be Susan all grown up. Susan, so I think, yeah. But again, like it's to what end? It doesn't matter if it's a future version of the Doctor or a future version of the Master, because they're all the same, really. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like the Toy Maker. If you'd have changed mm. everything in that episode and called him the master, it would not have made an ounce of difference. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, I agree. I don't know if I've lost a bit of enthusiasm for this. I'm I'm wondering, right, because they're doing this soft reboot, is that, mm. like, allowing me to step off a little bit? Do you know what I mean? Like, again, I know you don't like it when, when we compare it to other things, but if you look at the MCU, since Endgame, it's all been a bit now. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a few good things, but it's been mostly yeah, now. There's yeah. not really a story following through it. Probably could have stopped watching Marvel films, as I really did, to be honest with you, at uh, Endgame. Is this my stepping-off point for Doctor Who now? Are they going to lose... <clears throat> are they going to lose the new Who fans for... I don't this? think so, because I think a lot of people are very excited to see Shooty Gatwa, and I still am. I, I think he was brilliant in this episode, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the series. I, don't, I can't think of a single reason why I'd want to step off at the moment. Okay, fair um, enough. But I know what you mean. There's there's always going to be a worry that it goes downhill, like you say, with Marvel did. But 
considering Russell's come back and we know how good he is, it's going to be better than Chibnall's era anyway. So no, I for I, sure, I, and I, I also that. If, if anything, that was when I would have dropped off. Yeah, no, I also well, we kind of did to be fair, didn't we? We only really watched it so that we could talk about it. Um, I also don't mean that it's going to go downhill from here. I just, like, the entire time I was watching it, I just had in the back of my head, is this still for me? Or is this now a kid's show? Or am I the wrong audience for it? I'll tell you what the strangest realisation was, Brad. This is the first Mm. new companion we've had that's fucking younger than us, man. (laughs) That was quite a shock. Yeah, I saw the thing of someone saying... um... It's set back. It, the flashback scene to the church is set in 2004. I thought, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> That's, That's mental. <laughs> She's only 19. We oh, were God. about to watch Doctor Who then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the revival was just coming back. Fucking hell. Yeah, That's insane, isn't it? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm going to carry on watching it. I love Doctor Who. But, yeah, in, there's just something whispering in my ear at the minute going, Oh, is this maybe not for you anymore? Is this maybe not for you? Even even Chibnall's era, and I didn't particularly like it. Uh, and listen, I also want to say, this is a Christmas episode. There's very rarely a good Christmas episode of Doctor Who. They all tend to be a bit forgettable or a bit shit. So I know it's unfair to judge the yeah. season on this. But mm-hmm. I for me, it was just a bit too childish. It was just a little bit too childish for me. I don't know. Um the, I know the, what you mean, and I do. I do think it was a bit childish, but I don't. The reason I don't have an issue with it is because a, it's a Christmas special, like we've said before, that always not the best um, Christmas specials. Everyone knows that it's a time when family are together, so family and kids are going to be watching it anyway. Yeah. Um, and two, this is a pilot episode, so they're going to try and attract as much of an audience as possible. Okay. Yeah. And as bad as it sounds, we got into Doctor Who when we were kids. So annoyingly, they are going to target kids because they know that. I'm not going to say it's a kids show because it's not. No, it's a family show, yeah, for everybody. I would probably say sixty to seventy percent of the audience will be kids. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. That is actually. Which is why they're going to advertise it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah, I respect that. That's all absolutely fine. Um, I just the things that get me, and I don't know if this is a new thing to start. We like obviously we're doing our rewatch. But it very rarely happens in these older series. The example I'm thinking of is when the Doctor sees her in the taxi and the snowman is about to fall on her. And it's all genuinely a little bit tense, quite like it. As she gets away, he does the thing on the traffic lights, blah, blah, blah. New Sonic, we'll talk about that in a minute, no doubt. Um, But then it falls on him and he's just fine. Um, Yeah. So what was the danger? And also, what are the goblins trying to do? Are they trying to kill her or are they trying to cause her bad luck? They're causing the bad luck to sort of get stronger, I think, and get closer, you know what I mean? But no, I don't know what you mean, because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I need a rewatch. I really need a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know. Right, some other noticeable things that have stuck out with me is the goblins are time riders or something i think they describe it as or time traveling surfers something like that and there's the yeah bit, they're not they're the... like the way i see them is, is they're like they're like dodgy time travelers like like captain jack was with his uh vortex manipulator it's a way yeah. of cheating like they cheat cheat the way through it yeah and i really love uh shooty's reaction when she's like she says something like oh we're all time travelers like this and he's like pah, pah, time, these aren't <laughs> time travelers well that was yeah really good i actually 
didn't mind the bit on the goblin ship, to be fair. I wanted more of that. I loved that. it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I wanted more than that. Even the song, it is stupid and poppy, and it doesn't really work. I still had a it bit does fun work. with it, though, it. to be fair. Great yeah, song. I still... And, and then, then when the Doctor switched know, it up mate, from gonna... Sunday. Oh, mate. Did they not loved release it. that bit in the song? No, released? no, no. It's Interesting. Bit. Yeah, I was, I was here for that. I actually thought that was... Uh, I actually thought that was all pretty funny. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, okay. So, again, we're picking this to parts, but they still yeah. a baby that they've clearly been working on for the entire month of December. So this is like one baby per month. And then it just goes straight yeah. into the Goblin King's mouth anyway. How are the rest of them eating? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know, and I don't think it matters, to be fair. But... <laughs> Matter. Um, you of all people hate a villain that doesn't make any sense. You've said this numerous times throughout the podcast. You always your biggest gripe is this villain. I don't understand why is it doing this. Like the absorber off, you're like, I don't understand why does it just want to absorb? What are these goblins doing? Yeah. They either want to eat babies or they want to cause bad luck. Don't have them doing both and say that they're feeding off both. It doesn't. I don't understand it. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe they were just getting the baby. Maybe they get. You know, this could be like they could have like different like teams of goblins that go and get. So this is just one that we've seen because it involves Ruby Sunday, um, and like they'll this one they're feeding is the Goblin King, but others they will feed to each other and stuff like you know stuff like that. You just don't know. You're not seeing the whole thing. But at the end of the day, my big gripe with this whole episode in general was that I wasn't a fan of the villains because the goblins for me just didn't have. There wasn't enough about them. You didn't know enough about them. They didn't really have a threat for me. Like, I never felt like the Doctor and Ruby were in trouble. It was just the baby. Mm. Um, and I just don't think they had enough about them, to be honest. No, I do agree with that. I thought their design was pretty good. I liked their little titty bodies and their big heads. I, I thought cool. that was all quite creepy. Yeah. But again, like, mm. you're right. There was, they're not really villains. They're more just, you know, a tool to get the Doctor and Ruby together, which when it works is fine. But here, I think they needed a bigger role to play because I think the bits that didn't involve the goblins just weren't interesting enough for me to carry the story. Um, what do you mm. think of the Doctor's anti-grav gloves? Yeah, see, this is something that I wanted to see on the rewatch because I kind of didn't see where... I think I missed the bit where they came from. He just pulled them out of his pocket. Just pulls them out of his pocket, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, they were pretty cool. I mean, we've never had them before. So I don't know where they've come from, and I, I kind of don't want—I don't want Russell to be inventing new gadgets every episode. Agreed. Just to help the plot, sort of thing. Agreed. 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 A thousand percent. Thought they're a fun it little is, thing. Is. Yeah. Thought they're a fun little thing. Um, <clears throat> if we never see them again, I'll be very happy. Um, I'll be perfectly yeah. honest. I don't really understand what they did. How did they help? Well, this is what this is where I was going to go. This I liked when they're climbing the ladder and he's like, right, I took all of the bad things out of hanging on. I took the friction, I took the weight out and now I've got these gloves so I'm weightless. I liked that. But then they reverse it and they're like, mm. right, now when we hold on to something, we become super. That, I was like, you've gone too far there. I don't think that bit works. And then they just drop off the rope and fall to the... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like mm. that. But I, 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 I like the idea that this doctor's back inventing stuff and making things on his own you know like david tennant's ding machine and stuff like that but yeah i do love stuff like that but the ding machine (laughs) the ding machine didn't help the plot you know it was just a funny little added thing yeah 
So yeah. when he uses it with stuff that helps the plot, like you've already got, like you mentioned, the sonic screwdriver that can pretty much do anything psychic paper, anyway. Yeah. Psychic, I loved that he pulled out the psychic paper at the beginning of the episode. <clears throat> yeah, it feels yeah. like it's been ages since we've seen that as well. It does, yeah, it does. So um, quite like that. Um, mm. What did he say? He's like the gin and tonic police or something, which I thought yeah, was quite yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah, so that was all right. So you're not, you're not, you're still not a fan of the screwdriver, even after seeing it in action. No, just it just looks again, and this might just be me being picky, but it still looks very childish for me. I don't know, it just it don't hit right. It's not. Yeah, a solid it looks like a toy, did it? It looks like a toy. Yeah, exactly, and and it is a toy. You know, at the end of the day, it's a doctor's toy, and you know, kids will have it. Kids will be playing with it across the country. Yeah, for sure. But I like, would probably get it. <laughs> would you? I want to get. I haven't got the full sequence yet. I want to get that one. Oh, but yeah, I wouldn't would... go out and buy this one. I don't like the look of it. Interesting. I do quite like the look of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's not screwdriver enough for me. I think that's my biggest yeah. That's my biggest point. We spoke about it last week anyway. Um, mm. Okay, so obviously the Doctor, they go up onto this uh, flying goblin ship. I think it looks very cool. But, again, it's so derivative of things like Labyrinth and, you know, Treasure Planet and all that sort of stuff. There was nothing really original in this episode. Um, until <clears throat> they get back into Ruby Sunday's house because they just somehow managed to drop from the from the boat and it's in exactly the same place where they took off from, even though it's circled around the entirety of London. Fine, fair enough. We can yeah. get over that. Um, and then, <laughs> and then again, didn't really <clears throat> understand what was happening. There's a thunderstorm, and the mum is saying, "Oh, that's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. That's a coincidence." To the point where the goblins presumably travel back in time, I think, and abduct Ruby as a baby, which causes a crack yeah. in the timeline, which is an actual crack, which I liked all of that, by the way. My question is... Yeah, I love that. How or why did they go back and abduct Ruby as a baby? Um, to make her disappear so she never meets a doctor. Um, and never, and you know, the, the uh, mum never adopts her. Um, but why? And then they eat her. I don't know. <laughs> and also, how can they travel on time the more <clears throat> coincidence happens? Is that what was going on there? I had the vibe that they were growing stronger, and the stronger they get, the more they can travel in time. I think. Okay. Okay. That would make sense. That's now, what if I that's the case. Yeah. Fine. But I don't think it was explained clearly enough. Or I was just pissed and didn't understand, as I said. So I will rewatch this and uh, we'll yeah, talk about yeah, it yeah. again. So I liked that. I liked the visual cracking of the, um, the room. I really liked the <clears> mum's <throat> sort of jaw, uh, jaw acting because she all of a sudden just becomes this absolute massive twat and she's actually only fostered five kids and the apartment is darker yeah. and... You know, she's like, I don't, why would I, I'm only, oh, just I'm only fostering these kids quid. for 800 quid a kid. Yeah, exactly. I loved all of that. Yeah. I thought that was a really, really good bit. But yeah, then was great the doctor started crying. Why? Shooty uh, starts uh, crying. Uh, when, and he's spent. I remember him crying, but I, I was zoned out on why, she, why he was crying. Yeah. So I think it's the whole, <laughs> I think it's the whole because. She was abandoned and he was abandoned. I think that's like some crossover from the timeless child. So I can get that he relates to her. Yeah. But 
the, the, it, the doctor's not going to be that attached to someone within half an hour. Like, of course, he'll go back and save mm. them, but he's going to do it out of being a hero rather than out of sadness. Look at Martha, for Christ's sake. Like, we're going through series three. He's showing no emotion for Martha whatsoever, really, but he'll still go back <gasps> and save the day. Um, yeah. And then he does go back and save the day. And I know it's a kid's program, but I was like, can... <clears throat> right, what I love about Russell and all of Christopher Eccleston and right up to the end of David Tennant, what makes that so good is the continuity, right? If you look at Journey's End, it's the yeah. build-up of the entire David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston period. Rose yeah, comes back, Harriet Jones. It's the yeah. end game of Doctor Who, exactly. But it's because yeah. the continu continuity works as well, right? Everything that has happened yeah. has happened. It feels like there's no continuity now. And I'm a little it's bit upset. It's new. It's a new start, isn't it? But it's not fucking new. It's still Doctor Who. It's still Russell T. Davies. Is so what do you want? You want, you want Rose to come back? You want? We've just had David. No, I don't. But friends. where I'm going with this is... We'll start this new era. The goblins crack the timeline and the Doctor just goes back and fixes the timeline. I don't know if that... That, to me, feels like it shouldn't work. I don't... like This whole crossing the timeline, changing the timeline... <clears throat> This has always been like a no-go with Doctor Who, no? Yeah, but it's because they've gone back and done it, so he has to fix it. Okay. It's like it's like when they go back... Think of um, Father's Day. Yeah. Right, they've gone back, and Rose messes it up. She get, she saves him. Yeah. That causes those aliens to come, and then they have to fix it. The goblins have now gone back, changed something. The Doctor's now gone back to fix it and put it back to how, how it happened. Well, where That's were those reapers? That would be good. That. Where are the Reapers? Yeah, that would have been good, there. to be fair. Um, all right, yeah, just another little cool. example of this. In the same episode, this episode, he goes back and he saves Davina McCall's life. Yeah, I don't know what the point of that was, to be honest. She should be... I think it would like, have carried on the theme of someone getting... Well, it, to be fair, it still did. Russell seems to like people getting attacked by Christmas trees. Um, <laughs> he does, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Um, he wasn't but, spinning this time. <laughs> but that feels like he's gone back and he's time he's changed the timeline again. Like I don't, I don't, mate, I don't know. I feel like I don't I feel like I feel like I'm watching a new fair, show. No, but to be fair, she shouldn't have died. So again, he's keeping it on the course that it should have been. Because it was Why the goblins that caused the, that for, to fall. I don't the know. Goblins man. put her in the wheelchair to be sat there ready to die. <laughs> But that happened. She no. died. We heard her die on the phone, or we didn't. I suppose we didn't technically really hear it. But anyway, I no, I just, didn't. I don't know, man. It just upset. I don't know, man. It feels like I don't it's have a new show. I think it's still good. No, I also, it, doesn't, it doesn't at all. I think it. Um, I think it's filmed differently. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking about this with Jack the other day. Doctor Who, in my mind, is always filmed a little bit blue. Like when we next time, yeah. like when we're doing our rewatch, just just keep your eyes. It just feels a little bit blue, and it feels like there's like what a blue, just like there's like a blue tint on it almost. I suppose it just feels very blue. Right. Like the TARDIS is very blue, the clothes are very blue. Everything <laughs> has like this blue tint to it, and then and then right. the titles as well. For example, the titles are very blue in the old series. Then Jodie Whittaker came along, and I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you or not, but. Jodie Whittaker then felt like it had like an orange tint over it for some reason. And it didn't sit brilliant with me. This mm. feels like it's got like um, 
do you remember like the fake adverts that you used to get for like Kit Kats and stuff? And it'd be like Lord of the Rings and the army would be charging over the hill and then it would cut away to like one of the actors and they'd be like, oh, I'll join in a minute. I just need to have a Kit Kat. And they'd like, they'd been green screened onto it really badly. Yeah. It has that sort of like, I don't know, I want to say like fakeness to it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie, mate. You sound like you're drunk. I ain't got a clue what you're on about. <laughs> it just, I just think the cinematography <laughs> how can, how has can changed. It be blue and then it be orange, and now uh, <laughs> I don't know, mate. Trust For me, me, that don't make sense. Go back and watch New Earth. No, the one with the Jadoon. Watch the first one with the Jadoon, and then watch any one of Jodie Whittaker's episodes, and it feels ah. Oh, seriously, I'm not. Just... I'm not sitting there watching a Jodie episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm telling you. I... Leave a comment if you agree. The cinematography has changed three times now, and it's changed from being a little bit blue to a little bit red. And now I don't know. It, oh, I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like one of these like American sitcoms that only run for one or two series, but they're filmed on like the most expensive cameras, and it makes New York look really fake and really surreal and like pretty and clean and tidy and bright. And it just, I don't know, it just, it unsettles me a little bit, I think. I, I agree, it looks different, but I think that's just because of it's got a bigger budget and they are spending more money on it now and it looks better, to be I honest. I don't know that I, better is the word, though. I think overproduced, I think, I think maybe it looks like a set now, which upsets me. See, this is the only thing that bugs me a bit. And I, it doesn't bug me because I feel like 90% of Doctor Who probably like it anyway. But, you know, a lot of this is probably filmed literally in Wales at the Bad Wolf Studios. Very little of Shooty Gatwa has been seen filming in real life, like out on the streets. Um, so it is going to be very CGI and very... I don't think that's true, is it? I think I've seen more leaked photos and stuff of Shooty I than I ever anything. did for Jodie. I can't think of, I can't think of barely anything I've seen leaked. We literally put one on filming. our Insta of him running down Ruby Road and all that. Yeah, stuff. Right, that's one. I think there's been quite a few. I'm sure there's been quite a few. Bear in mind, he's filmed a whole series already. Yeah, and he's already... I feel like I saw a lot more leaks of the three specials of David Tennant. That's true, to be fair. Yeah, that's that's true, actually. Um, I mean, I don't know how many episodes are going to be in the next series, but it's got to be at least six to eight. I think they said eight. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they said eight. Is it only eight? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Or maybe ten, actually. Maybe ten. That's the that does worry me a bit, to be fair, because the only thing I would say, unless each episode is going to be an absolute banger, but you know we know with with, with anyone as well, really, you know there are filler episodes. Yeah. And if you're going to have an eight series, eight episode series with filler episodes, that's probably only going to really really leave four or five good episodes that are going to relate to the plot. Yeah, this uh, is true. I don't think that's enough. Yeah. 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 No. Good point. I just um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so then it all gets wrapped up quite neatly and um, he disappears and he's just gone. And she's like, oh, she's then working it out. She's like, oh, he, he said he went back. He was laughing at the time travellers. He said he stopped them as a baby. He must be a time traveller. Runs Harry out. Houdini, yeah. Harry Houdini, yeah, yeah, likes that. Mm-hmm. What year was Harry Houdini? I like that as well because that's the third time a doctor has mentioned Harry Houdini. Which is yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, there you go. There's that continuity we were talking about. Yeah, there you go. See what you're on about. 
Um, <laughs> and then she runs out, she runs down the road, and we get the classic companion moment. Thought it was fine. You thought it was fine? Was it a bit rushed, maybe? Uh, I've missed it. I think it's better than anything else that's happened recently. So I liked it, to be fair. It upset me a couple of times that there was a few Dr. Watts or Dr. What's the name or something. Like, just say Dr. Who for fuck's sake. Yeah, but he's not, his name isn't Dr. Who. But you. But the point is you <laughs> say Dr. Who, you don't say Dr. What. And they made that joke twice in the same episode, which was upsetting. Yeah. Oh, that's something we've not talked about, actually. Go on. The, uh, the continuation of the Mavity joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet you were glad to hear that, weren't you? I was, except for the fact that it was the doctor that said it. Yeah, good point. After he still said gravity after. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, it's very funny. Ha ha, I get it. Um, <laughs> it also upsets me, though, because they're making it, like, I don't know, this is going to sound quite stupid, because we've obviously, we've had, like, aliens invading and stuff like this, but Doctor Who always felt to me like it could be happening in our universe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it felt like it could be real still, yeah. And that, but I think, and Russell's flat out come out and said this, right, that he's going to make it more fairy tale. And I really, this, this really? did feel a lot more like it was set in a fairy tale for me, I think. Um, I, 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 wouldn't, I still felt like it was set in our universe in London. Um, you just had the goblins. That's another gripe I have with the goblins, to be fair. Mm. And I don't really, I don't know if it matters, but it just bugs me a bit. Right. So the, the goblin ship is basically a pirate ship, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um they're goblins, they're not pirates. Yet the goblins, at least one of them, the one that they focused on anyway, had an eye patch and looked like a pirate. Why yeah. are they so based around pirates? Um <laughs> uh, I don't know, they're it's goblins. an odd design choice. <laughs> Um, we haven't even spoken about the actual finale as well, that he just pulls down the pirate ship. And... Oh, and stabs the Goblin King through the chest, yeah. <laughs> Which was, I sort of knew Very that was coming. Friendly. I sort of knew that was coming straight away because I was like, he's the only thing that doesn't look like a human. They're going to blow him up or something, I thought is what was going to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just, I don't know. And then it just sort of vanishes into this, like just sort of, disintegrates or I don't know what happened there where's all the debris from the goblin ship yeah that's all yeah that is a bit weird and something else that that kind of relates to what you just said about it not being in the universe something that this misses for me is that no one else maybe it's explained somehow but no one else knows about this like no one's there's no people running or scared that there's a massive goblin ship in the sky Mm mm-hmm like, no, why is no one else picking it up? Why is there no news channels of anyone? There you were know, a few. Uh, there were a few bits when the goblins were causing the trouble, like in the Davina McCall bits, and it's like, yeah, you see its hand creeping up from behind something, and it's moving something, and it's supposed to be discreet. But then there's someone in the background that would quite, that's like basically looking directly at them doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's hiding from the camera, but it's not hiding from that person in the background. And it's like, come on, how are you? exactly like it feels like there's a disconnect like yeah maybe we needed like a news report or something i don't know i'm completely completely uh, uh agree with you on that for sure yeah yeah it does seem a bit strange doesn't it mm. Mm, mm. yeah so i i think that's that's pretty much that pretty much takes us to the end of the episode yeah. the tardis takes off and abdul or omar or whatever his name is comes up and he's like fucking hell did you just see that <laughs> what the fuck 
as you would do. Um, God, yeah, that sounds exactly what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> and then Doris is just like, fuck Doris. off, mate. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing's happened. Just keep on walking. Have you never heard of this before? <laughs> it was so, so strange. It really took... Because this is like a post credit scene as well, right? This isn't even the end of the yeah, episode. Basically. So I yeah. I don't know whether it's going to be anything or whether it's going to be she was just talking to the audience. Like, that guy that came along, he's all of the Disney Plus viewers that are like, oh, wow, like, what's that? And she's just like, come on, yeah. it's a fucking TARDIS. You know this shit. You've heard of Doctor Who. What are you talking about? That's, That's strange. That case, why but... put that in? Yeah, and the fact that it's Anita Dobson as well makes me think, why would you cast someone for that tiny little role? She's got to be more part of it, I think. Oh, see, I thought the opposite. I thought she's too big to be a recurring character in Doctor Who. So you get her in for this one really? bit funny thing. Did you know she's Brian's Is mate? She she's Brian May's wife. Yeah, my mum said that last night, actually, funny enough. <laughs> yeah, um... I had no idea. That was quite cool. But yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if we genuinely never see her again. Like, I think... And I don't know how I feel about it. I think we will anyway, because they're going to end up going back to Ruby Sunday's home and stuff, and you'll see her because she lives next door. Mm, um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her. It could... It's interesting you say that, because I've, I've not seen anyone say that yet, that you think it's just uh, talking three and four, four about fans, basically. Yeah, Yeah, I really... It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And then we got the next time trailer that dropped on YouTube. Um, oh, actually, before we go on, Christmas special, Church on Ruby Road, out of 10? Out of 10. Give it seven, seven and a half. I think they're quite high, you know. You think? I'm going, and this is, as I said, this is absolutely pending a rewatch. I'm going dead middle of the road, five. Wasn't good, wasn't bad. Really? Five, yeah. I need, uh, this no, is. I still enjoyed it. I, I want to rewatch it. Yeah, this is the one out of even the specials I'm probably going to rewatch. I haven't, I haven't rewatched any of the specials. Um, really? This one I want to. Yeah, this one I want to. Thought Shooty was very good. Thought Ruby was very good. Um, yeah. Obviously, the production looks amazing. I think Russell's writing is fine. I just thought it was just a bit meh. Just a bit nothing. I don't know. Just a bit meandering. Just a bit nothing sort of happens, you know? Yeah. I saw it as a pilot episode still, to be honest. Um, and I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it introduced them well. No, and got me excited for the next series. So, oh, that's, so that's it's all it, it done what it needed to do at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, fair. I I get what you mean about the excitement. For me, it just I don't know. For me, it just went the other way a little bit. I didn't get me excited for what's to come. It sort of made me sit back and go, really? "Oh, I feel a bit, I feel a bit like anxious about what's to come." Um. Um. Anyway, the season one. Of who two oh two, I think they're calling it now. <laughs> what did you think? Really? Uh what the the next time trailer? Yeah, the the, the season trailer coming in twenty twenty four thing that they released. Yeah, it didn't reveal too much to be honest. The only real thing it focused on was basically the episode about the Beatles, mm -hmm. uh, which had already been leaked anyway. Um I'm excited for that episode, that'll be good. However, I think that does involve uh, the weird musical villain, which I'm, I'm not sure how that's going to go down, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, talking of pantomime villains. Oh, yeah. No, she is a pantomime villain, is what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, 
The only other big thing that really came back from that, and I'm interested how they're going to involve her again without involving Donna and the 14th Doctor, um, is Yaz Finney's coming back. I know. I know. Very, yeah, that's, that's going to be good. dead interesting, you know. Um, how they deal with that, yeah. Because I, I think we're in and Unit Tower for that bit, right? I think that's... Yeah, that's yeah. Say. So, yeah, I mean, it would make sense. It would make sense. Because supposedly Donna's working there now, so... But this is the thing. Is How it like are bring you your daughter to work day, or? <laughs> but then, uh, but then, is it going to be Catherine Tate is in this series, and then it's not a reboot? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not a reboot anyway. But it is a reboot. But it isn't a reboot. But it is. You know, like it's that's what bugs me. It's not a reboot because Doctor Who never shut down. Like the reason it rebooted the first time is because it stopped for like years. That hasn't happened. We've carried on, so it's not a reboot. It's, I don't get I just... it. I don't get why they're redoing it. It's just for Disney. It's just for Disney, I guess so. So that that is going to be interesting. Corporate greed. Corporate greed. Yeah, it is going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't Anything know. I don't think I'm that excited for it. But no, I just want to say, like, how are we going to have Rose? How are they going? Like, how are they going to write around David Tennant being in this? Yeah, I don't. I'm, st- I'm not going to lie. I'm still convinced that she's going to be a full time companion at some point. You reckon? They're setting her up. Yeah. But anyway, 100%. I mean... I don't know how they'll do it. No, fair enough. I mean, I don't really I mean, have anything There wasn't a lot to get excited for. No. no, exactly. It's not much of a trailer, is it? It's just more clips of things that might be happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. We've only got to wait a few more months, so... Yeah, when is it? May, I think, right? March or May? May. Yeah, May. <clears throat> oh, that'll be cool. Anything to add for the episode, Bradley? Um... Uh, not really, I don't think. I think we've rounded it all up pretty much. I don't think there's anything we've missed. Let us no. know if we have. And I mean, we almost definitely have because neither of us remember the episode. But um, I'm yeah, certainly going to rewatch. That's why I wanted it. to do a rewatch before we did this. Yeah, no, we just <laughs> wanted to smash this out. But um, yeah, I'm certainly going to do a rewatch. So we've already recorded Gridlock, but I imagine we'll probably give our thoughts sort of halfway through the Dalek episode that we're about to record later in this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll chuck uh, a We'll add it to in. Who News or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway. I'll give, a, I'll give Doctor Who Unleashed a watch and see what they say on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, good plan. Good plan. Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. As always, Bradley, thanks for coming. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side, guys. Yeah, have a good new year. Adios, amigos. <laughs>